Hello and welcome to the Transfer Roundup show here on Four Lads Have a Dream. My name's Andrew and I'm joined tonight by both the big boss, Stevie. How are you doing, mate? Are you sure you got the name of the pod right there, Andy? I this think is so. About our third take, so. isn't it, Katie? So, yeah, yeah. Well, it is. <laughs> Look, That's Stevie, what happens when all of this comes so out perfectly in the edit, all right? I sound flawless no matter what, <laughs> so don't worry. It's going to be great. <laughs> yes, mate. I am good, though. Good to be here. Wonderful. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you on to chat, mate. And uh, also, we've got Kenny as well. How are you doing, man? Yeah, I'm not too bad, Andrew. Thanks. Good stuff. So, um, yeah, as I said on the uh, last podcast that we released, uh, the slightly longer form bite-sized ones, um, we're, we're trying to do something a little bit different. Um, so, again, your feedback is always very important. So please do reach out if there's anything specific you guys uh, want us to talk about, anything you'd like us to cover over the next few weeks and months. But in the meantime, tonight we are going to be talking about uh, – the transfer window what's happened so far what we'd like to still happen some of the rumors and speculation floating around and what we think is going to be needed uh, over the course of this window so stevie i'll come to you first then in terms of actual concrete news we have to report we have fabio silva coming in on loan from wolves and we have sam lammers going out on loan to utrecht so we've got some movement there i think it's fair to say that we no one was um you know, I think utterly devastated to see Sam Lammers go out um, and getting additional reinforcements up front in terms of Fabio Silva coming in. He's a highly rated player. Um, I can't remember the exact transfer fee, but it was something north of 30 million, I think, that um, that was shelled out for him. So he's obviously well rated, but it's um, we, we're, we're recording this on the 15th, so halfway through that window. It, it feels, at least to me, that we've not done anywhere near enough what we need to do over the course of this window. Yeah, I would agree. But as you said, it's only the 15th. So I don't tend to start worrying about these things until it ticks into February and then we can really judge where we where sure. we properly are. It's, I would agree with you. There's a lot more work to be done, especially. I don't even think it's scratched the surface, to be honest, one in, one out. But we're in a really tricky position this window because, you know, we can only make three changes to our European squad. Mm-hmm. So that's going to, you know, and you've already got guys like Balogun and Yilmaz that you probably want in there. So how much can we actually do in this January? You know, we spent the guts of 15 million in the summer. So there's not going to be millions of pounds to spend either, unless most likely we, we punt somebody out the door. Yeah. So I don't expect massive things in January. I really don't. And I expect and I hope, just like Clement said at the weekend, that he he said he, he wanted a couple more in and I'm the same as him. So it's gonna be interesting to see what, what we do. But the how do I word this? The decisions made in the summer continue to not haunt this Rangers team, but they continue to have an effect, that's for sure. Particularly with the European squad and the way it's worked out and you know, we can't make wholesale changes to that. So Andrew, I, I don't even think we've scratched the surface in terms of what we really need to do with this this squad, but I don't think that it's it's maybe going to come in January. I'd be delighted if we got one or two more in, and specifically, you know, some firepower. I think that's urgently needed. Yeah, no, I I, I kind of tend to agree. January famously is a very difficult transfer window um, for no matter what kind of position you find yourselves in as a team, even if you're doing really well. You know, if you do want to make any changes, it's difficult. Clubs aren't really willing to sell in the middle of their the middle of their season unless it's a player they want to get out the door. In which case, you probably don't want to pick them up. So, it is tricky. And uh, as you said, we've um, obviously committed to a large outlay over the summer as well. The unfortunate thing is uh, how 
ineffective, I think, some of the big money signings that we have made, um, or not even necessarily ineffective as players, but ineffective in terms of what they're going to deliver on the pitch. Um, so just looking over our squads, both Danilo and Roof, um, according to the manager's sort of end of training camp interview that he's done on Rangers TV, he kind of intimated that both Roof and Danilo are going to be out for at least a few months. Um so that it's unlikely we'll see them in a in a Ranger shirt again. So, Kenny, I mean, if we're looking at positions that we need to reinforce, um, you know, if purely from a footballing standpoint, then striker is um, is certainly the uh, the big one that we need to cover. Yes, it is. Um, I think it's an absolute priority, actually, um, in terms of whatever the business that we do is, you know, whatever business we do get done, uh, a goal scoring striker for me is is the number one priority whether we can get one I, I, I'm not quite sure um, there's one that we all know is getting talked about on a daily basis but I can't really see that happening either to be honest but I think it just costs us far too much money to do that at the minute but I think Steve, Stevie's made a great point about the European squad and how we can barely tinker with it uh, I didn't actually realise that until about two weeks ago when I read something and realised that you can only make three changes um so in that sense, uh, you are kind of doing it with one hand tied behind your back to a certain degree because that squad is pretty much set in stone already. Uh, and with the situation that we find ourselves in, you, you know, in certain positions, you're going to have to prioritise. And for me personally, I think striker is first perhaps a right winger from there, Andrew. that I think up front is where we really need... Um, good players and a, and, a, and a couple of bodies to be honest yeah and I, I take the point about the european squad but it's only one of the three other kind of uh, competitions that we're still competing on um we've still got the league and we've still got the scottish cup as well that we you know obviously with the scottish cup we want to retain we're in a interesting position in terms of the league um we are eight points back but we um we still have the two games in hand so we're, we're in a situation where both of those competitions are still obviously very viable for us um we'll discuss it more on the uh, pod later in the week but we also have the uh you know eminently winnable tie against them barton and so from there we'll progress into the fifth round of the cup so you know we're, we're in a position where we still have those two competitions to be going for as well um not that I think this will come into the strategy so much, but I don't. I would like to think our strategy, in, in terms of the transfers, is not being dictated by what we can and can't do in terms of the European squad. Totally get that point in terms of the chopping and changing. The fact that we only went into Europe with a single left back on that squad uh, is still baffling to me. Um, but hey, you know, there's probably a reason why the uh, person who made that decision is no longer with the club. So I'm going to leave that one there. Um, Stevie. In terms of rumours then, we've uh, obviously intimated with uh, Kenny earlier the Shanklin situation. I'm, I'm kind of in the same mind as him. I, I think no matter what we would like to do, I think the asking price from Hearts is probably going to be too much for us to justify it spending, especially if it's a player that, in theory, we can uh, we can get for a free come the summer. Because I believe he's out of contract um, come then. So is that right? No, it's next summer, so he's still got eighteen months left, and I think there we go. Okay. the the Shanklin situation will be will be cleared up in the next few weeks. They've offered him a new deal, which they're quite entitled to do, and if he signs that, then that ends that. I think that's it, yeah. done and dusted. If he doesn't sign it, and if that breaks down, then Rangers are in a power play because I think that's when they could quite possibly move. 
because if, if he's not signed a deal and he's going to run that down, then even if they leave it to the summer, they need to decide if it's worth more to them now or go in the summer. If he digs his heels in and he decides that Rangers is where he wants to go, then it's going to be an interesting couple of weeks ahead for, mm-hmm. for Lawrence Shankland. But it all depends on him. You know, if he signs a contract, if he stays with Hearts, then great for them. You know, they've done right by him and he's got a good deal. So fantastic. Rangers move on to their next target if he was even a target in the first place. But I think we'll find out a lot about the Shankland situation in the next few weeks. So I've not hung my hat on that so much. I would like it. I think we all would like it because he's a natural goal scorer. But there's a lot of questions regarding whether or not he would fit in at Rangers and is he fast enough, is he the right kind of player, etc., etc., etc. What we do need to, what we do need, and, and what I do know is that we need somebody to put that ball in the net. It was evident even on Saturday, as much as it's a bounce game and it matters not a jot, I get it 110%. We've still got nothing happening in our final third. And even that wee bit of magic from a winger and stuff is, is vastly, you know, it's, it's scarce. So... I've said before, and I'll say it again, I think that Philip Clement with a squad has well overachieved in winning that yeah, League Cup and winning the Europa group the way he has. So asking it and stretching it a wee bit further to go in the second half of the season might be a step too far. So we really need to help him out and um, we need to find something in the next 15 days or so because that is the, the massive area of concern for me. Completely agree. Uh, Kenny, I'll come to you with the other big bit of speculation that's been going on over the course of this window, Ridvan Yilmaz. We um, we already know that there's been a re- bid rejected uh, from Galatasaray for around 3.4 million quid. Uh, that's been rejected by Rangers, but there have been a lot of there's been a lot of chat around him in terms of his future. It's an interesting one for me because uh, Borna Barisic is going to be out of contract this summer as well. Um, so with both of those things in mind, either, you know, potentially Yilmaz going out or Borna not signing a new deal and, and going out, we, we absolutely need reinforcements in that left back area. So you can see um, in terms of the thinking, Yilmaz is one of our sellable assets at this point. It's a, a, a kind of question of do we need to sell him over this window and have to bed in a new player potentially with, you know, the the kind of upside downside of that you might you might be getting a better player you might be getting a player who struggles to settle it's the unknowns right uh, at least with Yilmaz I think we know what we're getting but Kenny what, what's your kind of thoughts on um, just that left back area in general I guess well personally I wouldn't be particularly impressed if we gave Borna Barisic a new two-year two deal uh, I just think his time's kind of up I, I like him as a player actually I like him a lot more than a lot of other people do uh, I just think he's timed up at Rangers. Uh, Yilmaz is a sellable asset. We know that. I think, as far as I'm aware, he's he's quite keen to go and get first team football himself. Uh, so I can understand Rangers look at that, looking at that, and saying, yeah, well, let let's do business. Uh, but I think Rangers are um, fortunate in the sense that he. Um, they, they hold all the aces with this. I think it, it's got to be at Rangers' price. It's got to be uh, uh, it's something that works for us, that we can get a ready-made replacement, perhaps. Um, and I do feel that any kind of loan-to-buy thing, I, I, I don't know what you guys think. I'm, I'm not particularly keen on that. He's, he's at an age and he's sought, sought after enough that we should be looking to sell him if that's what he wants to, you know, if the boy wants to go. Um I'm actually a wee bit stumped about where we go if we 
if we do lose him. I have no idea uh, about left-backs that would be a viable option for us at the minute. Um, I mean, but there was talk about the boy from Dundee and apparently he might be off across the city, as far as I'm aware. I don't know. But uh, I, I, I genuinely don't know uh, if we need to sell. But I think if the boy wants to go, then we should and replace, to be honest with you, Andrew. I think that's it's it's an opportunity for us to tweak it a little bit with the squad if that does happen. Mm-hmm. There was also the chat around just doing as well. Um, but I don't know if uh, his uh, his own transfer situation is going to kind of rule that out. I think um, it um, kind of looks like he'll be uh, going to an Italian team rather than coming back to Scotland. So, um, again, uh, as a potential option that um, looks uh, less likely now um, where we sit uh, halfway through the window. So, yeah, I, I mean, in terms of what's needed then, I've I've looked at this in, in terms of our priority. As I said earlier, I think the main priority for us is a striker. We've already got the injuries noted above in terms of Danilo and Roof. We also know that Seema is away for the African Cup of Nations, I think until at least, or potentially until mid-February, depending on how far um, he goes in that tournament. So we are severely lacking firepower up top. Um, we've got... Um, Obviously, the, the new uh, Fabio Silva, as well as Serial Dessas, who I think, it, if I was being very generous, has been inconsistent uh, up top for us. So for, for me, Stevie, I think that's our priority. But I do take your points from earlier about the uh, kind of likelihood or non-likelihood of uh, making major moves this window. It's got to be our priority. It has to be. I think every one of us listening to this or watching Rangers would say at the moment we need firepower. So I think that's that's definitely the number one priority or somebody that can, you know, do that something a wee bit special. But you get a player like that, it'll, it'll cost, you know, cost a lot of money. So there's a lot of variables to, to where this, this window is going to lead. Going back to something Kenny said about Red Van Yulvans being a sellable asset, he absolutely is. Would we or are we hanging about for a four million pound cash bid that might allow us then to move? Do we have another maybe a loan player in mind? The boy Yarisic has been mentioned at left back. The, the boy Small potentially coming in on a Bosman at left back also seems to make sense. Ham McKenney, I wouldn't offer Barisic a contract. I wouldn't offer anyone a contract that's running out. To be honest, at this moment in time, John Lundstrom and Leon Balogun perhaps have a chance, depending on how the rest of the season goes, but. At this moment in time, they're free to negotiate elsewhere. And if that means they sign something, then they sign something. But I'm not in this position at the moment where we need to rush anything with regards to contracts running out. But, you know, this window will define what happens for the rest of the season. I understand that there may be a wee bit of anxiety, maybe a wee bit of um, perhaps worry about what we're going to do. But I truly don't think you can judge the window until it shuts. And then we can look round and say, right, the board have either done what they could or we haven't. And... I do think there's variables to, to how this is going to pan out. If we if nobody leaves for money, I, I can't see how we can go out and spend millions of pounds on people coming in. That's me just trying to look at it realistically. If somebody does go out for three, four, five million, maybe you're looking at Yelmaz, then I would expect and hope that we would go and spend some of that money. I think the Shanklin situation will clear itself up in the next couple of weeks either way. And, you know, it wouldn't be Rangers without a saga or two in the transfer market. So, a transfer window so there's plenty there's plenty of time for this window to to twist and turn Andrew but you know on the park we start back in Saturday with Dumbarton you know got Copenhagen tomorrow and we just need to to keep going it's, it's going to be difficult with you know Seema away he does add a lot it's up to others to try and step up 
and like everybody else, I think we're short. So it's just a matter of, of seeing where this window goes. But I'm comfortable at the moment, and I'll see before I react or underreact, overreact, or whatever people might might judge it by. But it'll not be me. For me, it'll not be made until February comes. I think that's, that's a fair point. I guess in terms of talking about some of those other players who are going to be out of contract then, both Ryan Jack and John Lundstrom in central midfield are going to be out of contract in the summer. Ben Davis has kind of not been around in our in our centre-back area and Leon Balogun's going to be out of contract there as well. So these are maybe not necessarily um, moves that we need to make this window, Kenny, but they're certainly something to be bearing in mind for the, um, for the upcoming kind of summer window um, going forward. Yeah, there's a, n- a number of players that I would like to see move on that have just sat in the periphery, really, since they've got here. Uh, Rabbi Matondo's another one that I look at and think, you know, he's just not kicked on in any way. Ben Davis is is another prime example of that. Came in the same time and just hasn't really delivered as a Rangers player, to be honest. Um, look, I, I, I just feel that, I, I, I don't know what, again, I don't know what you two guys think, but see the constant... Um, Rumour mill in January, I, I find it really tedious. I'm kind of zoning out uh, to, to a certain degree. Ken, Kenny, what do you think this podcast is about? <laughs> this, this is what no. we're doing, man. Don't, 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 don't let them look like behind that, the curtain, man. all right? We're trying to do a podcast here, man. I don't mean it like that, Andrew. What I mean is that <laughs> the absolute rubbish that you hear uh, or you're seeing in the newspaper, I don't read newspapers, but that you see the, the, the headlines and things, uh, and you just think, this is just a nonsense. Um, I, I tend to agree with Steve, Stevie. I don't think there'll be huge amounts done. I don't think there ever is in January with, you know, with, with any club, really. Uh, you'll get two or three in uh, and two or three out, I think. I think a lot of what we are going to do will depend on, strangely enough, guys like Ben Davis, who might well garner a little bit of interest from the championship. There'll be teams down there looking for a centre-half. They might well want to take them. Um, and if you could do business with some somebody like that, it, it frees our squad a little bit more, you know. So um, Ben Davis is, is just a guy I'm not convinced with at all. Um, and, and I'm not sure Stevie's convinced with him either. I know you're yeah, not. I think it's so, fair to say that no one's really been convinced by Ben Davis no. so far. But again, that's what I mean. I think it's what can you do in January? That 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 is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I think that the market is such that it's very very difficult to do business, Andrew. It really is. Yeah. No. No doubt. It's a it's a struggle. Um, but I think as um, as we said, we don't think this market's um, or sorry this uh, this window is done by any stretch of the imagination, as Stevie has said, you know, hopefully the Shanklin situation clears up one way or another. Um, and I, I think it's clear that we, we need those reinforcements up top. Um, it remains to be seen who it is that comes in. But, you know, we, we've we've seen how this squad has behaved and uh, how it's performed, both in terms of, you know, its, its abilities and, um, and what it can do on the pitch. A little bit more to help us get over the line. We're still in the title race, ultimately. We're still in the uh, in the hunt for the uh, Scottish Cup. We potentially could go further in uh, in Europe as well. Um, so we, we still have all these things to play for. So here's hoping we can uh, we can do a little bit more business um, in January and uh, and really kick ourselves on from there. Unless Fabio Silva goes off like a rocket and starts pumping in a goal a game, in which case, you know, we're all good. Um, we don't need to worry at all. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Um, gents, it's been a pleasure talking to you, uh, particularly uh, yourself, Stevie. Uh, it's the first time we've had a chat on Four Lads, so um, thank you uh, for bringing myself and uh, you know Kenny in uh, on this. It's been a it's been a great bit of pleasure and uh, enjoy to do it with you. So thank you, mate. Of course. Um, hopefully, the next time we get together, maybe next week, we will have more to discuss. I realise that it's a bit tedious at the moment, isn't it? There's not much happening, so. Hopefully things hot up and we can get in amongst it and hopefully, you know, get back in action. Scottish Cup this weekend, a lot more to discuss. Mm-hmm. 100%. Uh, we will be with you guys uh, again before that uh, tie come the weekend. Uh, just chatting through, you know, what we've learned over the two friendlies as we'll have played uh, Copenhagen by that point. And uh, yeah, I'm sure, Kenny, you're going to have a, a whale of a time dissecting, you know, in intricate detail our game against uh, against the team from Berlin. So um, uh, it'll be a pleasure to talk to you then, mate. But thank you for tonight. Not at all. Thanks, Andrew. Enjoyed that again. Lovely stuff. Um, stay tuned after the end credits music to hear uh, Four Lads' lovely list of sponsors. Uh, I believe I'm including the reading by myself this time, Stevie. Um, so anyone familiar with your dulcet tones is going to miss out on that, unfortunately. But um we, uh, we thank everyone for listening. We uh, we encourage you to keep tuning in. We encourage you to feedback as well. Um, we, you know, are still relatively new at doing these kind of longer format things for four lads. So we are keen to make sure that you guys are enjoying them. And if there is anything that you guys want us to be covering or want us to be doing, then please let us know and uh, we'll see what we can do. Uh, until then, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Bye for now. Four Lads Bite Size Podcast is exclusively sponsored by Rhino Express in association with Zenith Coins, Alexander Campbell Interiors and Wrenchers Pools. Please don't forget to drop us a like and a follow if you enjoy all our content and if you're listening on a podcast channel, please subscribe as it really helps the podcast grow. We hope you enjoyed the show. Bye for now.